We have gathered this evening to hear the songs of Christmas, songs that move us, songs that inspire us, songs that touch us in the deepest and most tender places of our hearts. But if we're honest, there are other songs at Christmas that confuse us, songs that perplex us, songs that just don't make any sense. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Sounds a little more drafty than fun to me. Santa baby, baby, have you seen the size of that baby? I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Only a hippopotamus will do. I'm pretty sure the HOA is only okay with cats and dogs. And then you have bring us some figgy pudding. I prefer chocolate, but figgy, okay. Or this one might take you a second, but have a holly, jolly Christmas. I didn't know holly was an adjective. He sees you when you're sleeping. I'm going to be honest, I'm not sure I'm okay with that. <laughs> that kind of freaks me out. And then the person who wrote, there's no place like home for the holidays. No place like home for the holidays? Have you been to a home around the holidays? It's chaos. It's obviously written by someone who had never been home for the holidays. But when we hear, I'll be home for Christmas, something inside our heart melts. And we remember the home we once had. Or the home that we long to have. Or we think more importantly about who will or who won't be home at Christmas time. Home is such an important concept at Christmas. And so I ask you this evening, where is your home this Christmas? Maybe your home is on a court called exhaustion. Maybe you live down a long, dusty path called grief. Maybe you've been living on conflict lane or anger avenue or waiting street. Or maybe your home is on an unused path called alone. Maybe you've been living on dead highway and the speed limit continues to rise. Where is your home this Christmas? The people who were present at the first Christmas, they made their homes in places not unlike our own. Mary was from Nazareth, but she made her home in a city called Promise, trusting that the promised Messiah was truly in her, that the dark days of Israel's life were over, the dark days of exile, the dark days of Roman occupation would soon come to an end with the child in her womb. Or Joseph, he was from Bethlehem, but he lived in a town called Obedience, Obedience to the word of a messenger from God, an angel, that told him that he should take Mary as his wife, even though the child that she was carrying was not his own. The shepherds, they were from nowhere, but they made their home on a hill called survival. Who can't relate to that? Eking out a living day by day. And the magi from the far east decided that their home must be on a journey called significance to search after the deepest mysteries of our world and try to find meaning in the darkness. 
And then the principal figure in our story, a baby who made his home in a manger. And the name of this baby answers the question, where is God's home this Christmas? We read in Matthew chapter 1, verse 23, that the virgin will be with child, and she will give birth to a son. And you are to call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. There are many possibilities for the location of our home this Christmas, but God makes his home with us. You see the baby in a manger? There's no fee to get into a barn. There's no form to fill out. There's no line to wait in. There are no secret handshakes to master or advanced degrees required. There's not even a dress code to see a baby in a barn. God with us, completely and totally accessible to all people. We read in Luke's Gospel, chapter 2, the Christmas story. And many of us are familiar with this story, but I invite you to listen to it with fresh ears. Listening to the specific names of places that Luke has included in the story to make sure we know that in Jesus Christ, God came to real places in real time and space, in real history that we might know that God is indeed with us. Luke chapter 2. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. So Joseph went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, to the town of David. And some angels show up to those shepherds and they sing, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace. Goodwill to men. When the angels left, the shepherds, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem. Listen to these words. Rome, Syria, Nazareth, Galilee, Judea, Bethlehem, town of David, earth, and again, Bethlehem. Luke wants to be crystal clear. Specific time, specific place, real history. There's a quality to God's character that Luke is trying to explain to us. A quality that I use this word to describe. The word is withness. There is a withness to God's character. And what that means is whether you are lonely, tired, angry, alone, or grieving this Christmas, that God makes his home with us. But there's even better news. The God that revealed himself in Jesus Christ that first Christmas longs to take one step closer than with us. As the story goes on, we read in Luke chapter 2, verse 19, that Mary treasured up all these things and she pondered them in her heart. That by faith in Jesus, the baby lying in that manger who was as accessible to kings as he was to commoners, the very embodiment of God with us will make our hearts his home. God longs to take one step closer than with us. He longs through faith that he might be in us. 
My grandfather passed away while I was in college. I drove up to New Jersey with my family to attend the funeral. And after the funeral, we got into a processional to drive to the cemetery. And I knew we were supposed to go straight in order to get to the cemetery, but the processional took a left that I didn't anticipate us taking. And I I found myself on the street where my grandparents' house was. And the limousine pulled up in front of the house. And we paused there for a few minutes before my grandmother finally broke the silence. She said, it all happened so fast. I thought, Nani, you brought five children home to that house. With five children, there were untold numbers of breakfasts, lunches, and dinners Numerous birthdays, anniversaries, Christmases, Easter's, all kinds of different celebrations. 50 plus years of marriage. My dear Nani, fast? We're an Italian family from New Jersey. We take six hours to eat Thanksgiving dinner. We don't do anything fast. She said it all happens so fast. Because no matter the type of home we build, no matter the quality of home we build, no matter the beauty of the home we build, the homes we build here on earth are temporary. But the home Jesus longs to build in all of our hearts is permanent. And then he goes to make a permanent, eternal home for us in heaven that we might spend eternity with him. I mentioned some Christmas carols that don't make much sense. Let me mention one that makes complete sense of the question, where is God's home at Christmas? It's from a little town of Bethlehem, the last verse. O holy child of Bethlehem, descend on us, we pray. Cast out our sin and enter in. Be born in us this day. Christ is born. Christ is born. The only question is, will he be born in us this Christmas? As the choir sings their final song and as the children come back to join us, I invite us to ponder that question. Where is your home this Christmas? And will you open your heart to let Jesus make your heart his home?